Money Roots is made possible by the support of our sponsor, Rooted Planning Group. Are you ready to take control of your financial future? Look no further than Rooted Planning Group, your trusted partner in financial well-being. At www.rootedpg.com, you'll discover a wealth of resources and expertise to help you thrive financially. Rooted Planning Group specializes in personalized financial planning, investment management, and retirement strategies. They understand that every financial journey is unique, and they're here to guide you every step of the way. With a team of experienced advisors, Rooted Planning Group is committed to helping you cultivate a secure and prosperous future. Visit www.rootedpg.com today to learn more about how Rooted Planning Group can help you grow your money roots. Today's episode of Wine and Dime is sponsored by Rooted Planning Group, a fee-only financial planning firm that believes life is about events, supported by your dollars and cents. And we want to help you achieve your goals. Hop on over to www.rootedpg.com to learn more about the services. Every week, it's my goal to share financial information that helps you in both your life and financial vineyard. We hope it takes you from your roots to the journey of your vines and the influences in the air that have helped craft your delicious life. Like wine, life and finances have different palettes that should be celebrated and not judged. Hi, Wine and Dime listeners, Amy Irvine here. Uh, As you recall, we are doing a series uh, this month on economic terms and understanding economic terms because every month I try to do a webinar where I talk about how the uh, sort of state of the economy and stock market. And it, it kind of stood out to me that, well, maybe not everybody is familiar with the terms like I am. They don't use them every day in their lives. So maybe I should do a series on terms and terminology that are supportive of those webinars that I do and kind of give some definitions. So if you missed last week's, feel free to go back. Last week, we talked about the importance of understanding the Fed funds rate, how it affects you, the different terms around rates just in general. And um, this week, we're going to be talking about understanding economic indicators. But of course, before we go there, I want to make mention I'm back to the U.S. uh, this particular podcast recording. As you may recall, recall, I mentioned that I was going to be going to Scotland um, sometime in 2024. And so I was trying to explore some wineries over in Scotland. But the lore of the Oregon coast once again, or the Oregon Willamette Valley, once again sparked my eye as I enjoyed a very nice Pinot Noir rosé of Pinot Noir from Airly Wines. I know I've mentioned them before. I happened to find one in my wine cellar, pulled it out. Oh, so yummy. So I just wanted to give a shout out to them once again because they were um, one of my favorites when we were out, out in that area. And they certainly helped get me through the tax season of 20, the worst, I should say, of tax season of 2023. So Airly Winery, if you're interested in their Rose of Pinot Noir, very yummy. 
um, if you like that kind of spicy uh, rosé. Very refreshing, though. All right, so let's dig into understanding economic indicators. There are sort of two indicators that I usually talk about when I'm doing the webinar that I mentioned, and it's usually about 10 hours or 10 hours, 10 minutes that I try, 10 to 15 minutes that I try to keep it to. One of the topics that I dig into is economic indicators and what's called Institute of Supply or IS. SM economic activity indices. The um, economic indicators that I like to follow are the leading economic indicators, or I'll refer to them as LEI, and they tend to be year-over-year percentage changes, so they are trend for sure. The index includes things like average weekly hours and manufacturing, because the more you know manufacturing that's taking place, the more our economy is growing, or the um, less manufacturing the slower our economy is. Also, the average weekly internet um, initial claims for unemployment insurance. That's certainly an indicator of the number of people that are being laid off or hired. Manufacturers new orders for consumer goods and materials. That's a big one. A piece of that economic leading economic indicator is that ISM index for new orders that I mentioned. I also follow a little bit more closely. And then manufacturers new orders for non-defense capital goods. So it's excluding like aircraft orders. I look also at building permits for new private housing units. You'll, you've seen me if you've seen any of those where I talk about new New build contracts, not just existing home contracts, but contracts for new build. And then things like the S&P 500 in leading credit index, the interest rate spreads that and that interest rate spread, then meaning the difference between the 10 year treasury bond less the Fed, Fed funds rate. Um, so, you know, we we are looking at those kinds of things as and one other thing I guess that's included in that is the average consumer expectations for business conditions. So that's actually take that's like consumer sediment which i'm going to get into a lot of those terms later throughout this um series. But those are all things that the National Bureau of Economic Research um, looks at. So they they dig into all of those numbers and then they come up with what's considered um, sort of that leading economic index. And when the index turns negative, when you see that index or the leading economic indicators turn negative, that is a very good sign that we're likely headed for a recession. And usually, say always because there's averages that exist, right? And averages exist because of highs and lows. But typically when we see that a leading, when the leading, excuse me, when the LEI turns negative, that's a few months ahead of an actual recession uh, as the economy decelerates. Now, right now, as I record this, um, it is currently negative by about 6.5%. So it could go further, um, but there is a pretty good indicator that we are either in or we are headed for a recession or slowdown within the economy. So again, there's a lot of things that are taken into consideration when we're talking about that leading economic indicator that are combined to reflect that kind of negative um, figure that might be coming out of our economy. So when they talk about are we in a recession or are we not in a recession, sometimes that indicator, because remember, typically a recession isn't declared until two consecutive quarters of slowing general overall slowing activity. 
So if something starts to turn negative, that may be six to nine months, you know, ahead of when it's actually declared that we are in a recession. So that's a really important number for me to keep an eye on um, to see where we're headed economically. Now, another podcast that you're going to hear that I'm going to dig into is just because we are in a recession doesn't mean that we necessarily that the stock market necessarily is in lockstep with what the with the slowing economy, because remember, the stock market, remember I said the S&P 500 is an index. Well, it can also, it can be an index on the way down and it can be an index on the way up too. So they don't always work in lockstep. Um, so I think it's important to understand that. And one of the slides that I show is the various leading economic indicators. It dates actually back to 1970 is what I show and how negative those indicators got before or during an actual recession. And I think that's probably an interesting point. So come to the webinars or listen to our videos after we record the webinar to get more information about that. The other thing that I mentioned was that Institute of Supply Management, the ISM activity growth, right? So that, or activity indice, that was another one that I mentioned that I follow. It's one that I include in the slides. So the two indices are composite indices based on individual, um, what we call diffusion indices measuring suppliers' expectations for the future. So it's the manufacturing index, which is a composite of five equally weighted indices, new orders, production, employment, supplier deliveries, and inventories. The non-manufacturing index is a composite index of four equally weighted indices, business activity, new orders, employment, and supply. So manufacturing, non-manufacturing. Each index is calculated as the the share of, like, I guess you want to say respondents who see a positive change from previous months plus one half who are neutral. <laughs> How do you like that for a calculation? <laughs> What I'm seeing right now is that we did see a pickup of non-manufacturing. So we actually saw a slight pickup um, earlier this year, and then it has actually declined again. So when I show the chart, um, when I'm doing the, the webinar or the video, when I'm showing the chart, it shows both the manufacturing and the non-manufacturing. And it's just sort of an average line um, that you'll be able to see. The number above 50 represents economic expansion, while those below 50 suggest contraction. Well, at one point in time earlier this year, we actually saw both of them dip below 50. Non-manufacturing came up, but it has since sl slid down a little bit. And as of Mar the end of March, it was actually down to 51.2. So, you know, we'll see what happens when the information comes out. The the broader economic slogan, slowdown can usually you know, really be a, a good indicator. And if you look at it from la from 2020 until now, because in 2020, it did significantly dip and then it spiked back up. It stayed there until about the beginning of 2022. And then we've seen, you know, consistently seen it falling. And again, that's those two indicators to me are indicators that we're probably going to be in a recession or are in a recession. And I can't say for 
sure. Um, you know, because we don't, we won't know that until some of the, the data comes out probably in not until July, actually. And, and maybe even after that, I'm just simply saying what I see on the charts and my interpretation of those two particular indicators. So I'm going to leave this podcast short and sweet because I feel like I just threw a lot at you in a very condensed period of time. Um, but just to recap super quick, um, two indicators that I look at and report on and take into consideration when people ask me if I'm in a we're in a recession or not are the uh, economic the leading economic indicators and the Institute for Supply Management. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We realize this information is relatively dry in nature, but we still want to make sure that you feel educated about some of the terminology that's being used out there. If you turn on the TV and they're throwing all these terms out and you don't really know how it relates to you, we hope you'll re-listen to the podcast. We certainly hope that you'll share this podcast with your friends. Rate us on iTunes so that more people like you can find this information available to educate them. Thank you so much for listening. And that will about do it for today's episode of Wine and Dime. You can contact Amy through the website, www.rootedpg.com or amy at rootedpg.com. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram at rootedpg for the latest news. And if you have any questions, comments, or topics you would like to hear about, feel free to let us know. Don't forget to rate and subscribe the show wherever you get your podcasts. And again, thank you for listening and be sure to tune in next time.